Hey guys, Kenz and I are going on tour. The For The Girl 2020 tour is here and we are coming to a city near you. Yes, it's gonna be an amazing night of worship, speaking, prayer. We are gonna encounter God together. You're not gonna wanna miss it. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee, Oxford, Ohio, Kankakee, Illinois, Grand Rapids, Indy, Birmingham, Atlanta, Pasadena, California, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Denton, Texas, and Oklahoma City. You can purchase your ticket at ForTheGirl.com. They are running out quickly, so go today. Also, follow us along on Instagram at ForTheGirl. We're giving you the behind the scenes, the preparation, the time in the van, on our way, after setting up all the fun things. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you there. Can't wait to worship together. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. I am more than excited for today's episode because for the first time in the history of For The Girl, we have a couple. Yes, we're gonna hear a love story. Oh my goodness, I love love, I cannot wait. (laughs) But for our first couple this season, we have Brian and Sonia Nira. They're absolutely amazing. Kenz, can you tell us a little bit more about them? Yes, so Brian and Sonia go to my church, Legacy Nashville. are actually both on leadership there. Brian leads worship, which he is absolutely incredible about leading people into the presence of God. It's so good. And in addition to that, he just has a good voice. He was actually on The Voice. The Voice. Season 10. Oh my goodness. Wait, do you know what team he was on? He was Team Pharrell. Oh. But then he got traded to Team Adam. Oh. Okay. And he Two made it really coaches. far to the live to the live thing. The live thing? Oh, yes. that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. So we're really excited about them. They have great hearts. Such a cool story. Yeah. Um, so get ready for it. But before we jump into our conversation with them, I think it is time for the Mac, Mac and Ken's mess up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for our mess up this week because you're in the hot seat and we get to hear your embarrassing story. <laughs> yeah. when it it comes to dating and relationships. Ooh. Take it away. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to like turn the tables a little bit. Honestly, the mess up wasn't really me. It was just like a funny it thing was just that like happened to you. It was like a funny story. Yeah, it was just like a weird moment. So I went on a few dates. This is just like, you know, we just went on a couple dates. We were getting, we were nowhere. This is near. like post-college, right? This was like, yes, very much post-college. So, like, okay. So this is like adult dating. This is adult dating. <laughs> yeah. I guess we have to I, I think that makes a difference. Okay. So anyways, we were, um, this is maybe our third date and we were sitting in the car um, I liked okay, the guy. I was say, did you like him? Yeah, I really liked him. We met at church. He was super nice, had a great family, loved the Lord. It was just like going really well. He was okay. cool. He was cute. And yeah, I was feeling pretty good about it. Um, not like head over heels though, you know, you kind of know in your gut sometimes you're like, okay, but it was like, maybe just like, yeah, it was good. having fun here. Yeah. Okay. So we get back one night to my house and we are sitting in his car um, in the back. 
parking lot. <laughs> Classic. Yes. <laughs> Why oh, is that? That every time you're I dating, you just like sit in the car way too late at night. That's I think just it's because like you can be alone. Kind of want to be. Yeah, alone. your roommates are inside or yeah. whatever. So, anyways, this was just such a weird moment. We were sitting there in the car, and um, he was like, "Hey, I have to tell you something." And I was like, "Were you so nervous?" I just was like, "I don't know." Like, what was it was your really first serious. Thought, like when he said that. I can't remember now. Like, I don't know. Like, I thought maybe he was going to ask like, me to be his girlfriend. I wasn't ready for that. I okay. did not know what was going to happen. Okay. So I was like, yeah. He's like, I didn't want to tell you. I've been waiting to tell you because. Oh, no. Yeah. And I he was like, like oh, no. Sixth toe, 12th toe. <laughs> what are you going? <laughs> Something weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought of that. But yeah. So he was like, I have bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I mean, wait, he had bed bugs? He had bed bugs and he was telling when you, you have that bed he bugs, had bed bugs. You have to bugs. tell everybody in your life because they could potentially have bed bugs? Well, here's the thing. I feel like listeners right now might assume that I was in his bed at one point and that's why he was telling me this. <laughs> but I had yet to be in his bed. Thank the good Lord for his thank protection goodness. and purity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I like had a bit. So in my mind's racing. I'm like, I've never Did encountered think, somebody who's had is bed, bed bugs. bugs like lice. Like what's what does bed bugs do? They get in your bed and then they spread all over your life, like into your any into Can you your feel clothes. Them? Can you see them? You can't see them. They bite you. So they you end up seeing little bites. You on get you. like little rash. Bites. Yes. Yes. So wow. Anyways, though, I'm itching thinking about this. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, they were on his clothes. Like he had like the carpet seats, you know what I mean? Like oh. so not leather seats. So I was like, this is a better <laughs> situation for bed bugs. So I'm just like, get me out of this car. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he told me this, but so what did you I say? guess we're not seeing each other anymore. I don't know. Oh, I was so just this like, was the breakup. I get in my head. It was a breakup. I was like, if you have bed bugs, even so though did I don't you ghost really him know, after this. I don't think like it was a ghost situation. It was probably kinder than that. But I mean, if you have bed bugs, I'm like, I'm out. It's a questionable situation. And he had spent like a lot Deal of breaker. money trying bed to bugs. have to get them out of the house. Cause it's like a whole scene. So I don't know. But then for weeks I was just like, did I get bed bugs? I'm never dating again. So that was weird. Wow. It was really Scarred weird. Scarred for life. Scarred, Scarred for life. life. What yeah. a great story, Ken's. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, anyways, you guys, we are so excited for today's episode. It's going to be way better than my first date bed bug story yes yes thank goodness bed bugs didn't stop brian and sonia from falling in love yay so let's get into our conversation with brian and sonia nira that's hello so awesome. you guys we are back on the podcast with one of my favorite couples honestly from afar creepy because you guys might not know that <laughs> but um anyways before we jump in i just um wanted to share a little bit about brian and sonia with you all i met them through my church I go to church at legacy nashville mm-hmm. it is an incredible home church if you're in nashville you should yes. check it out it mm-hmm. is the best but um, basically, Brian and Sonia have a huge presence at the church. Brian leads worship there. Sonia leads. She's the leader of my Welcome Home team and absolutely kills it. It's just the best. So, um, anyways, also, Brian was on The Voice and does mm. music, and he's incredible. Check him out after this podcast. Maybe we'll put a pic of you or something, just sure. like all over our gram. So, everybody can see your face. So um, but, anyways, all right, well, we wanted to kick it off with just a little fun question to get to know you guys a little bit better. Here it comes. All right. Well, first off, 
let's just point out the fact that you didn't pronounce Sonia's uh, name right. That's okay. <laughs> you were close. You were close. That was so fun. we went over it about five times before it's this okay. episode started. <laughs> it's all right. But so I just want to make we got it right. Yes, it's Brian and Sonia. Yes. 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 <laughs> we love it. You know, sometimes pronunciation is hard. Oh, I'm with heck you. Yes. No, I've met Sonia's and everyone oh, yeah. calls them Sonia. Sonia. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm Sonia and everybody calls me Sonia. Mm-hmm. So it just it's okay. It's yeah. tough. You just give grace. Yeah. Because she I'm, looks exotic, so they want to say exotically. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, but it's really basic. <laughs> Sonia. There we go. All right. I'll take it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we thought since you guys are a couple, you're a married couple. How long have you been married for? Almost a year and a half. Almost two years. Almost two years. Since we're past the one and a half mark, I round it up. You need to understand something. Marriage years are like dogs. Oh my goodness. So they're like, their duration is actually longer than the actual length. I love that. That's good to know. So So I want my credit. Okay. (laughs) She's like, it has been almost two years. Two years. Okay, we got it. Two years. We're going with Sonia's answer on that one. Um, okay, so we wanted to know if you guys, because we really want to get to know you, catch your vibe here at the beginning. So yeah. if you were to compare your relationship to a celebrity couple or compare you guys to a celebrity couple, <laughs> who is it going to be? So I'm going to let I'm going to let Brian answer this because I'm really not um, savvy on pop culture. Like, I, I couldn't even know people's names. So oh, it's like, oh, who's that famous person? I, <laughs> I just met them. Brian, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know their names. So what would you say, Brian? Yeah. Kim and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Same versions. Yeah. yeah. I don't why? know. People Tell say she more. looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, she's a beauty. <laughs> she's a beauty. People say she looks like Kim Kardashian. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. That's no, what I was okay, saying. I like that. I feel I'm like you're kidding. like Kanye West. I don't, I don't feel like we're like them. He wouldn't liken himself at all to Kanye. No, I wouldn't liken myself at <laughs> all. Like, at all. I like Kanye. I think I'm yeah, praise yeah. God for what yeah. he's doing but, in Kanye's yeah. life. Well, I wouldn't say that I'm like, I say that. I mean, he's a musical genius, so hey, I'll yeah, take that. You'll take that part of him. That's amazing. Okay, that was a good <laughs> answer. Like, go. yeah, sitting here, I see it. Kim and Kanye. No, okay. We don't strive to be like them. That's <laughs> not what we're saying. But if the Lord by wants any to give means. us like, that level of cultural influence, oh, yeah. uh, we'll take it. <laughs> You'll we'll take it. it. Okay, well, on a little bit more of a real note, give us a glimpse of your guys' life together. What does it look like day in, day out? Yeah. Our life together. I think that um, it's a, our lives are very um, non-conventional. Yeah. We, you know, our schedules based upon, you know, what we do. You know, me, um, I, I work with my big brother. And mm. so um, we really, it's a music company. And so, but through that, you know, we do the recording and everything. Don't want to go into all the details. Um, and, and so, like... It could be traveling one week. It could be recording one week. It could be. It's just. It just. Yeah. Different. Our, our our schedules are very mm-hmm. um, fluid. Mm-hmm. Very. And yeah. so we live very flexible lives. Yeah. Um, very. And to find structure in that has sometimes been harder. Yeah. And it has been easy. Mm-hmm. But um, it's good. It's been blessed. Like we are mm-hmm. able to move um, with the flow with each other. Like the past two weeks, we've been able to be home. And we've just been home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've not left 
I think this is the first outing we've gone together in like the past two weeks. (laughs) Besides like church. We've just been home. Just church, yeah. um, Like praying and just like, I've been organizing the house. (laughs) (laughs) It Um, it took her two years, but that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Honestly, yes. Yes. I went through my closet, everything. (laughs) So so yeah, our our schedule is probably very unorthodox, but we make it work. Okay, I love that. I love hearing a little bit of y'all's dynamic. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the biggest reasons that we wanted to have you guys on today, and we kind of talked about this before we hit the record button here, but um, just about having you guys kind of talk about dating and sharing some of your experience with coming together as a couple, you know, how did you guys learn to date well? What did you do? Like looking back now that you're married, what did you do that you're so thankful you did? Even maybe some of the things that like you're like you wish you would have done. And so we kind of want to have this whole conversation yeah. around yeah. dating mm-hmm. because totally. obviously so many of the women listening are either dating or looking to date or, you know, we were talking girls. We think about Absolutely. this all the time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. our brains yeah. are always thinking about this. And so we want to really uh, kind of just give people a really Christ-centered and healthy way to look at all of this. Yeah. yeah. And so before we kind of dive into some of the meat of all that, I'd love to just hear, how did you guys become a couple? Like, what's the story? What are the things? All the things. Absolutely. I'll let Sonia go first. The, okay. the funny thing is, is like, you want the short story or the long story? Because Brian, it's like a quick overview. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is like super in I'll be, I'll be brief. Okay, okay. good. Um, so basically, I was going to Bible college in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Brian is from. Yep. I'm from Kansas City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And he was graduated college, was on the voice. He was traveling, do his, doing his own thing. And mm-hmm. I was just devoted to Bible school. Mm-hmm. And I moved in with his best friend's girlfriend. Oh. If, we, if we can track that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Best friend's girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one night. Brianna was like, hey, son, um, I'm going to, my boyfriend's going to come over. He's going to bring over a friend. Do you want to like have ice cream, whatever? (laughs) I just moved in and I thought, okay, I have got to get out of my pajamas and be social. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was this like a setup or it was was for sure a setup? Okay. This Uh, was, yeah, it was for sure a setup. And during my time in Bible school, I told the Lord, I'm not giving my number to a guy. I'm just going to like devote this time to learn and to grow. Yeah. And, um, so I I ultimately went and had ice cream and it was so fun. And I told Brie, I was like, I'm not dating him. He's great. He's like like a Tulsa celebrity, literally. But like, <laughs> I'm just focusing on Jesus right now. Yeah. And so Brianna put us all in a group text and he got my number through that. So you didn't really get him your number. No, I did not. So you kept it up. I did. I did. I like that loophole you found. I really did. Yeah, he found the loophole. He like took my number and texted me and he just kept asking to hang out. And I, you can take it from there. And so. That pause, that pause. Pass off. I love it. So, um, I, I got her number and I just asked her if she wanted to go uh, get some coffee. I don't like coffee, but I wanted, <laughs> but we both got there and we're like, we don't really like coffee. No way. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting tea because I don't really like <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, we just chatted. We chatted and had the opportunity just to connect during that time. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I was just. Um, we were both, I would say for both of us, we were in very focused seasons of our lives. Mm. And so we weren't 
we weren't looking we we weren't looking specifically for a relationship yeah um you know we were just focused on what what god had us uh where god had us and what god was doing in us yeah. and um from you know for both of us it was a very a busy season if yeah. you weren't looking for a relationship why did you ask me out to coffee because i wanted to i was i was oh. it was investigation oh, <laughs> okay it was investigation just curiosity yeah curiosity you know oh, okay. and, and it's really just it, he was actually in a one-year time of singleness like yeah because yeah, i was yeah i was just like <laughs> just taking the year to to um focus on myself mm-hmm. and focus on just being a a better person a better man and um and so you know i asked because and i think that girls have to realize that sometimes you know if a guy asks you out he really just wants to get to know you mm-hmm. and maybe you know it maybe it goes nowhere yeah. and that's okay yeah. you know but you took the time to get to know people and so that's what it was for me i was just trying to you know just see gauge the content of her character as mm-hmm. much as you can in one yeah. in one hangout yeah. uh and so you know we we both left the conversation left the yeah the conversation and um hangout just like oh this is a very nice person this is yeah. someone who you know our you know our values align and you know okay so let's hang out again mm-hmm. you know and it was cool for us our process was great because we were both busy yeah and so it wasn't like we were thirsty to hang out with each other. It was like yeah. I was always at, I was always out of town. She was very busy with school, and so it was it, it was um, cool because every now and then, you know, every two three weeks, we'd be like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. he would say that. I would want. So basically, uh, yeah. just to sum yeah. up the story, we we didn't we did end up dating, but I was completely closed <laughs> off to dating, just period. Yeah. And the Lord in this process was like, "Son." Like I, you asked me to bring you your husband. Mm. So I'm bringing him to you. What are you going to do about it? Because I was so closed off. I was having dreams. The Lord was like giving me words like personally in my private time. But the reason why, the reason why I was telling the story the way I was telling it is because I think it's important for both men and women to understand that. You know, sometimes it's just good to get to know somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just good to, like, walk through the process and with the Holy Spirit. It's like, good. with the Holy yeah. Spirit. Like, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying in this, you know, as we're hanging out? Yeah. You know, what are you saying? What do you want to show me yeah. in this person that I need that I need to see? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather yeah. than make it a mystical, like, I felt this. <laughs> and so I'm going to do this. Yeah. Right? That's make so it Because, you know, really, you know... It's, it's it's a process. It's a yeah. process of getting to know somebody, and I think it, a lot of the time people mis- make the mistake of sensationalizing the process mm-hmm. rather yeah. than just allowing it to be a great process that you get to know somebody. Yeah, and so sure. that that's how I felt it was. With us. obviously there was the supernatural uh, aspect of like she was getting dreams from the Lord, and the Lord was you know putting her on my heart often, yeah. right. But, you know, we were just kind of like Mary. I think we were both just pondering it in our hearts and letting the process, uh, you know, she didn't tell me she was having dreams about me because that would have been a little interesting. (laughs) But she was, you know, she was like, she was letting it, allowing that whole process to work itself out. And then allowing our friendship to grow, allowing our, you know, our, you know, our like for each other Mm. to grow. And, yeah. and then it obviously turned into dating and into love. Yeah, that's, that's so, so good. good. No, mm. I love that you like shared that because 
there is something like the discipline and the patience in mm. that like period and season of like getting to know somebody is like super important. Like yeah. I think as girls we have this like habit of maybe like um romanticizing things and letting our thoughts just get the best of us and that might happen in our thought life like alone or it might happen in conversation with girlfriends where all of a sudden we're like do you think you're getting to marry him and these things these conversations become like so like romanticized and and it's not healthy that's just like not healthy it leads you like astray from where God has you in the process of just getting to know each other and so I think that's something that everybody does need to listen to and start to walk in is just like a yeah. little bit more discipline in that beginning season of yeah. like meeting somebody yeah. and liking somebody yeah. and just letting those like feelings develop as they are developing and not just getting ahead of that. Yeah, so, exactly. Cool. And making sure that you don't like, you know, make the person an idol in your mm. an idol in your. Well, heart. I think I think yeah. infatuation is pretty natural when yeah. you're starting to get to know someone you're yeah. starting to like them you feel yeah. those feelings mm-hmm. but like we have to be able to be objective mm-hmm. in those feelings mm-hmm. and and i think that's one of the things i'm so proud of us for doing mm-hmm. in that process because i was like lord i feel this or i might not feel this whatever it doesn't matter whatever you're saying in this moment that's what's guiding me not mm-hmm. my emotions not my feelings cuz we can fall in ro- love with the wrong person yeah. we can actually be actively in love with the wrong person yeah. Easily, yeah. and so it's just it's not a way to be led and, and that's can, hard and you can it's just continue easy. to justify mm-hmm. it because of the way that you're the way that you're feeling when in reality yeah. the fact is she's not perfect i'm not perfect yeah. and dating you obviously you oftentimes don't see that they're not perfect yeah um but as you get to know somebody are there values within them that will that you're like i can stay i can these values are foundational values that will allow us to stand like whatever comes our way we can stand the test of time yeah and so that's what i was looking for to be very honest was like hmm what initially before he ever because he had a conversation with me i think it was like the third time we hung out privately (laughs) Mm. i'm not like in a group setting Mm. and that was a big deal for me because i did not do that on a regular basis or like ever Mm. and so he sat me down and he was like listen this is what i've seen in the times of us spending time together and these are my intentions mm-hmm. and this is where i want to go and it's go- if if we're heading towards dating it's heading towards marriage like yeah. ultimately that's why i want to date yeah. yeah and so that conversation was so pivotal like we weren't mm-hmm. just like randomly he really led me in that way was like this is my intention this is where it's leading and do you want to yeah. join me on that yeah, yeah. i love that that's so you weren't cool. left like having to guess exactly yeah yeah. yeah yeah so good yeah can you guys kind of ex- like just explain more of that like i kind of want to hear your your dating process i know mm-hmm. like and it's so interesting because i know like how old were you guys when you started dating i was 25 and she was what 22 no 22 okay 24. no i was I'm 24 not, not, i was 24 and she I was 22 okay yeah. I remember. she was the yeah. same age as my little sister uh-huh. <laughs> I, I just that. remember that. <laughs> That's good. 
Um, but I, I think it's just interesting too of thinking of, you know, when you start the dating process, sometimes you, sometimes you're in a mindset where you're super intentional from day one. And then sometimes I think people just kind of get, like we said, swept up and stuff. And then they're yeah. like, oh my goodness, this is going somewhere. I need to like really steward this well and take care of this. And yeah. so kind of what was y'all's dating process? Like, what did it look like? And maybe it changed some through some seasons, but kind of how did that all look for you guys? Sure. So we only mm. dated for eleven months. Eleven months, mm-hmm. and then we got engaged. Mm. Then we were engaged for eight months. Yep. So that was like the season of dating, if you will, that the duration that we were together. So it happened pretty quick, mm. but it didn't feel that fast. It <laughs> felt like that process was actually very hard, and for me, it was hard because the romance is that the romanticization of how you say that word yeah. <laughs> of the dating process can sometimes set you up for unrealistic expectations of like yeah. what you really intentionally need to be doing in the dating process yeah which is cuz we believe you know dating is courtship what is courtship for marriage like mm-hmm. my mentality dating Brian was cuz I told the Lord I was like Lord I'm not trying to have five boyfriends before I get married. Yeah. Like it might happen that way because I just get it wrong, but my heart is not to date around. It's mm-hmm. exhausting. I just mm-hmm. want to be brought the person you have for me and then and then get that confirmed and then get married. And mm-hmm. so for me, that process was hard. The dating process was hard because I put so much pressure on mm-hmm. myself to basically be led by God. Like, is he mm-hmm. the one? Is he <laughs> yeah. the one? Lord, yeah. I need you. I'm going to pray yeah. and rock in this chair. Like, Jesus, yeah. is this you? Like, yeah. yeah. And so that that was hard for me. It took a lot of um of the peace out of that process because i was like i can't waste my time (laughs) i can't yeah Yeah. and Um, practically our relation our dating relationship was like it was really like two seasons not including the engagement five six of the months she was in tulsa and so like we saw each other all the time and then and then i graduated five to six months of those yeah the other five to six months, she was in Kansas. So we were doing long distance. Oh, gotcha. So we did both. And so, I mean, it was so sweet. You know, the first five, six months of our relationship, having the opportunity to be in the same city, to be able to see each other. We, I would always go over to the house, to the girl's house, and we'd always cuddle by the fire. And yeah. it was awesome. Holy cuddling. <laughs> Holy cuddling. <laughs> uh, cuddling That's nonetheless. <laughs> But um, it was great, you know, so we got to do everything together. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then when she moved, you know, that was really good, good for our relationship because we had to communicate a lot. Yeah. You know, we had to communicate via phone. And it was so sweet, you know, um, like one day I drove to Kansas and surprised her. One day she came to Tulsa and surprised me. And we just, we just had the opportunity to... Um, it was very romantic and very mm-hmm. sweet. It wasn't easy, obviously, because yeah. she was going through... Um, she wasn't going through an easy season and I wasn't going through an easy season, but we were able just to connect during that, during that, uh, season of our dating. And it was, it's, I think it, it was in that, uh, the long distance time that we were really able to, um, uh, practice uh, like the spiritual aspects of a relationship, like praying together. Yeah. We will pray together often. And, um, we, you know, before we got engaged, one of the things that we did was we we did a 40-day fast 
So we good. did a 40 day fast just to gain clarity, you know, in those moments. And we didn't, this, let me clarify, this yeah. 40 day fast wasn't fasting food. It was fasting each other <laughs> Yeah. because yeah. I had, she um, had a hard time. With I had that. a mentor. Did I? You didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a mentor because my background was not a Christian background. Mm-hmm. I never saw. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I never saw any healthy Christian dating relationship mm-hmm. or healthy relationship period definitely came from a very world, worldly background, worldly culture. And right. so I genuinely yeah. did not know how to Christian date. I was yeah. like, I don't know. I don't want to mess this up. How do you yeah. do this? And so I I surrounded myself with godly older women mm-hmm. and really would ask them questions like, how am I supposed to do this? Yeah. And I had a, a mentor say to me, she said, this was the very beginning of our relationship, mm-hmm. Brian and I. She told me at some point in the relationship, God will tell you when, but yeah. fast the other person. Fast the other person and take time to pray away from that person. Like, Lord, is this someone you have for me? Yeah. And so that's what we did. And it was it was hard. It was super hard. Mm-hmm. But it was so beautiful because we both went into the fast. Like, if the Lord tells one of us, like, this isn't it. Yeah. At the end of this fast, like we're going to part ways. Yeah. And um, luckily we had so much peace before that and so many confirmations before that. We didn't really think that that was going to happen, but yeah. we were ready. We we're like, yeah. Jesus, really? Yeah. If this is what you want, we won't do it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so there was many, there was many times of spiritual devotion uh, throughout our process and so ultimately... Cool. So we're married good. and having a baby mm-hmm. now. So I love that. Yeah. It worked out. <laughs> yeah, they're about to have a baby, by the way. You can't see her in real life, but you can barely see her valley at this point. But. <laughs> okay, guys. So you've probably heard us mention this whole discover your dating personality quiz. Well, if you haven't taken it yet, what are you doing? All you got to do is go to forthegirl.com. You'll find the link to the quiz and you will figure out which of the six types of daters that you are. Are you the committed? Are you the cautious? Are you the flirt? I don't know. Take the quiz, post your results on Instagram. We cannot wait to see what type you are. Tell me a little bit more. You mentioned, okay, so the fast, that was a really like spiritual thing that you guys did together to pursue God while dating. Um, Brian, you mentioned like even getting to pray together. Mm-hmm. Um, could you guys talk a little bit more of what that looked like to like pursue God together while dating? Because I think there's just like a lot of like question marks within that. Like, I don't know, like how far do you, how much spiritual intimacy should you have with like someone you're just dating? Should it be like a ton? Should it not? Everybody's confused a little bit about yeah. those like boundaries. So yeah. I would just love to know like what were some things that were like really stood out to you guys that like, I guess like really like worked well or like were tangible that like you guys did that you remember? Yeah. I think it's really important uh, to like have boundaries. You don't want to, you don't want to like dive in like, cause you're at the you guys aren't one. Yeah. You guys yeah. aren't one. Yeah. That's the That's fact of the matter. Uh, and so you have to be intentional, number one, to have your own personal relationship where the Lord is speaking to you and mm-hmm. not th- not specific, like you're trying to hear the Lord through a, another person. Yeah. And so it's very important to understand that, um, that, that first, that you are your own individual. During the dating process, you guys are not one. Yeah. Um, oneness is reserved for marriage. And and so I think for us, the place that we connected was in prayer. Because prayer was 
it wasn't um it's a, it's a three person thing it's mm. me it's her and it's god yeah. God is able to mediate and he's able to, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. God is able to, you know, we're, we're not, because I think the mistake that a lot of people make in in dating relationship is they put so much precedence on the other person to almost speak to God on their behalf or to, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah for Does that for make sure. sense? You yeah. put so much precedence and pressure on the other person. <laughs> Yeah. But really, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pushing her. <laughs> but, uh, but you have to understand that even in those prayers, you're coming to God as an individual. Yeah. Now, when as a married couple, when we come, we come as one. Yeah, yeah. but I just want to bring some clarity to that question, even mm. like what to expect from the spiritual aspect in your dating relationship. Mm. I expected that Jesus was going to be center. And now Mm. that can be flushed out in multiple ways. And Brian led that for us. That was not something that I led. And that was very important for me to see and not initiate. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. how a man is in the dating relationship is how he's going to be in a more in a married relationship. And so how many women do we know or moms that we know that they're the moms are the spiritual head of the house. They're taking the kids to church and the dad is staying at home. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really was reserved in the beginning. I mean, every aspect of my life in our dating relationship was Jesus. I was working yeah. at a ministry. I was in Bible college, everything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was unavoidable conversation. Yeah. But as far as like leading prayers and leading mm-hmm. going to a church service or a prayer service or a fasting service, whatever, yeah. I, I really did leave that to him because I wanted to see him how he could lead me in that area. Mm. Yeah, um, and so he did. I mean, he initiated mm. all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was really important for me to see because I really, that was like a top priority. It's like, how can he yeah. lead us spiritually? Are we equal in spirituality? You know? Yeah. Are we both mature? Where are we in our maturity? Yeah. Um, that's and I think really that's good. important. And yeah. I don't think you need to date someone who's a spiritual giant, but yeah. are you guys equally yoked? The that's Bible good. says yeah. you need that's to be equally good. yoked. Like, yeah. are, can he pray with you? Are you guys, can you even pray for yourself? Yeah. So yeah. you can't expect, if you don't have personal time with Jesus, and you can't expect that from him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that's really. I would just say that would be practical things yeah. that we did that were spiritual acts. Yeah. And of course, as the relationship progressed, it definitely got deeper. It definitely got more significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have conversations at the beginning, like we don't want to go too deep in yeah. our praying praying together because it yeah. forms a bond. We need to make sure we're like. <laughs> Yeah. We really need to step forward before we step into that. Yeah. And it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. What she just said is, mm. it, you know, you want, as a woman, you want a man who's going to lead that. Yeah. You want a, le- a man who's going to lead you into that and humble himself in that process yeah. of, of, of praying together. And I think that that's really, like, that's, I think that that's really the only yeah. spiritual thing that a dating couple should be doing besides mm-hmm. like fasting. That fast was individual. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. fast so was individual. Yeah. I was fasting on or my like own. like devotionals together. Yeah. I think that yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and reading the word of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all about our devos, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love no, it. no, no. Also, Back yeah. You know, taking part in, in that in that together. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. An, another super important and thing. And I just want to say that I married a Zimbabwean. And so for those of you who don't know where Zimbabwe is, it's in Africa. And his family, they pray. 
Like, oh, right. And, and I remember, I don't know how long we were dating. Not even a month. They invited me to a, a 12-hour prayer oh my, day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and really I remember thinking, it. like, okay, I feel like I'm being tested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, yeah. His like, is his family going to see me, like, That's go good. hard for 12 hours? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She stayed the whole day. But, yeah. like... The the expectation in, in his mm-hmm. home was like spiritual disciplines were very important. Yeah. Yeah, so he just absolutely. brought that to the table. And that there's grace cool. for people who don't have that background. Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. I love that. I love that yeah. just yeah. like I kinda like that you were like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna like manipulate him into doing this, but yeah. I'm just gonna like let him lead and I'm gonna kind of yeah. just see what happens. And I think that's really cool. I think sometimes as females, mm-hmm. we overthink it, and we're like, if we don't do it from day one and this moment, yeah. like, then we're never going to find it. Yeah. And I think, like, kind of taking the pressure off and, yeah. and kind of letting that naturally happen is, is really cool and I think a cool way to go about dating. And yeah, another thing that I'm really curious about, and mm-hmm. because I think it's something that is a stereotype that happens a lot, is once you start finding someone and you're dating and you're falling in love, oftentimes you like totally leave your community behind. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys, what did, how did you still pursue community, like community outside of each other while you guys were kind of getting more serious and dating each other? So good. Mm -hmm. So for us, we definitely hung out with our friends together as far mm-hmm. as like friendship community mm-hmm. um, because we all know girls that completely just like they just go cold like you yeah. don't hear from them right. they're gone yeah. it's like someone abducted uh, them oh because no. yeah exactly. they're dating now so it's um, like that they've just <laughs> only devoted their time mm-hmm. to that significant other mm-hmm. and I don't think that's healthy no I don't because I always told my girlfriends Whenever I start dating, I actually need you to be around because I'm in infatuation. I need you to like see, do we mesh well? (laughs) Yeah. Do you see red flags that I don't see? Even though that's like a crazy hard conversation to have. Yeah. 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 But like that covering is really important. And so Mm -hmm. we, we met through mutual friends and we hung and so it wasn't hard to integrate the two Mm -hmm. for for girls who like might meet a guy outside of their friend group, it's gonna be harder, but you just have to integrate. Yeah. And it's their safety in numbers, their safety in flocks. Yeah. Um, and so integrate your your friendship groups. We also were really intentional to seek out mentorship. Mm-hmm. So we um had when we still this kept this couple, they're like in their sixties. Uh, like mm-hmm. they still walk uh, alongside us. Like they're our best yeah. friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we saw community in that aspect. And then yeah. it was important for us to get space. Like you do have to have a life yeah. outside of being with the spouse twenty four seven or significant other. Yeah. Um and then so we did that. We both were already plugged into our community. I think the important thing is not to abandon the community. Yeah. Because yeah. you're already plugged in usually. So yeah. just don't abandon it. Like still give time to it and invite that yeah. significant other into it. Yeah. Um and then also we had a long distance relationship yeah. throughout our season of dating. Yeah. And so we were forced to have community outside of each other. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do. I think community while you're dating, I mean, I've experienced that as I'm dating. It's like, you know, you only have so many days of the week and like, you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. some of this we got to spend like just us two. Some of this we got to spend yeah. with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's so important though to find that balance and like plan for that and be mm-hmm. intentional about that because... It's important. You can't yeah. abandon your friends. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no excuse to do that because yeah. 
it's really important while you're dating yeah. to surround so yourself important. by other people. And yeah. dating is the time to like get it wrong and correct it because yeah. ultimately when you get married, you're, that's the constant life balance. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And so it's like, it's okay. Make a mistake. Just yeah. fix it. Yeah. Just fix it. So just give yourself grace. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. I love even with the, what you guys answered before about like even um, your spiritual lives di- together and your community together. In both those answers, you talk a lot about just like taking responsibility for your own life too while dating. Yeah. Just yeah. like in both the spiritual realm and the community yeah. realm, you're like, yeah. okay, like you might be dating this new person. You might be dating for a few months, might be new. Regardless, like you still have to take so much responsibility for totally. your your relationship with Jesus, your relationship with others. Like yes. those things can't be abandoned while dating. Yeah. So I 100%. love that. Okay, big question here um, that everybody's wondering. Um, we want to know about boundaries you guys created in your yeah. relationship. You spoke a little bit of, about it even spiritually just now, but beyond that, what were some other boundaries that you created just to create like a healthy dating relationship? I think that um, we we wanted to be pure in every aspect of our relationship. And so, you know, whether that was in our communication with each other or whether that was um in the way that we uh inter interacted or in like you know spiritually yeah and physically you know mm-hmm. yeah the most yeah. important and hardest of yeah. them all yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. right. yeah you know you just you, making sure that you you don't put yourself in com- in compromised situations yeah that's yeah. the yeah. that's the number one and hardest thing we yeah. had um like an unofficial official purity plan because mm. we frequently because we didn't call it a purity plan i wish yeah. we would have sat down and be like let's discuss a purity <laughs> plan, a purity plan. but ryan we were very intentional with having those conversations yeah. i think a lot of times people yeah. have the intention to be pure but it's like if you don't get on the same page mm. and if it's not like verbalized we can't do this we yeah. can't do this Uh, I had somebody told me once, um, like, the best purity plan is geography. Don't physically put yourself in position. that's very true. Like, don't put yourself under a blanket watching a movie together. The same blanket. Like, geography. That probably won't end up (laughs) end up. Um, And so we had intentional conversations. Hmm. And even as our relationship progressed, because it only gets harder. And Mm. when you get engaged, it definitely gets hard. So we would have to revise. So like things that were okay in the beginning, like be in the car together at night when it's dark, was Mm -hmm. no longer okay when we were kids. We're like, we can't be alone in the car together. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, because you're burning. You're burning, (laughs) we're on fire. (laughs) Not for each other. But I will say this. Brian, this is a practical example of his spiritual leadership in our relationship. Mm -hmm. He told me in the very beginning, he said, you know, I take full responsibility for Mm -hmm. any like purity mistake we ever make or any success we ever have in purity. Mm -hmm. Because he said, I know that a woman will follow a man wherever he leads her. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, I take responsibility to lead this area of our relationship. And he yeah. did. I mean, it takes two people. Yeah, But 100%. like, if the guy's not in it, yeah. you are not going to succeed. Yeah. Period. For yeah. real. Because it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you That's just, true. those conversations have to be had. Yeah, they do. And you have to be able to, you have to communicate. Yeah. You know, because yeah. what's not communicated, you know, it'll, 
you will probably Succumb have some mess yeah. ups. Yeah. And um, yeah. because, you know, we are human beings. We yeah. really are human beings. And um, and we have a flesh that's constantly, constantly crying out and wanting to be pleased. And yeah. so if you're not, you have to you have to want purity. You have to want to be pure. You have to want to walk in purity. And if you don't, if you don't actively seek that, then you'll probably have situations where you yeah. compromise that purity and where you compromise the value that you that you that you do have, you know, because yeah. a value means nothing if it's not upheld. Yeah. A value yeah. means nothing. And so we value purity in our relationship and we value yeah. and we both understood that. It wasn't yeah. and you know, if you're with somebody who's even wavering in that or teetering they're probably not in a position where they should be in a relationship or where you should be in a relationship with them. Even if they tell you that they love Jesus, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to look past the look past what they're saying and look into their heart and, and and, and judge that. And Yeah. 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 That's so good. Thank you just for going there with us. Like Absolutely. I know that those are hard things to talk yeah. about, but yeah. like, and it's hard. So it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. I'm, I'm telling you, even for the, the greatest Christian in the world, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's hard. Don't yeah. let anybody yeah. tell you it's not hard. Yeah. yeah, you gotta, you gotta really try. It's hard. Really go after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just did an episode on purity before, just Yay. a couple nice. seasons or last season, and yeah. it was it was a it was a like was I was so sweating funny. the entire hour. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> but. I will say for anybody listening to podcast right now, if they want to know more about purity and we talked a lot about, we started the whole podcast episode with like, why, why? Cause you can't just set boundaries and exactly. rules if you don't yeah. want yeah, You won't keep them. Yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. Them. The yeah. heart's not connected. That's, yeah. yeah. The most important part is when you understand Stand. like why purity matters and you yeah. understand yeah. like your heart is in it and, and you see how that how it, mm. it takes a toll on your heart if like yes. you don't yeah. uphold that. That's right. I think mm-hmm. like that's the most important thing. And I think once you yeah. when you start there, you don't see it as a rule. Like it doesn't seem like that's a right. line or that's a boundary. Right. Like yeah. sometimes I hate that that's language right. because yeah. Yeah. Like, it becomes like an honor to get to to withhold yeah. those things. And yeah. so and you know it's so crazy too. We talk about like spiritual intimacy, like I really believe from personal experience, you can't really be spiritually in- intimate at all with somebody you're dating and also be unpure with this somebody you're dating. Like, yeah, you, so you want to be spiritually. Like, if you yeah. have a desire to, like, yeah. talk about Jesus together, pray together, go to church yeah. together, be in yeah. community together, like, if you have that desire to do, like, godly things together, like, you have to, you have to, yeah. you have to be pure too. Like, I've tried it times in dating where we're like, <laughs> yeah. we should really pray together, you know, and we just keep procrastinating it and it's probably yeah. connected to impurity yeah, in our course. lives. Yeah. So, the seasons Amen. where we are, like, creating Preach really strong tense. boundaries and, like, mm-hmm. we're really chasing after Jesus those are the seasons where like spiritual intimacy has so much more depth yeah. together so they're just so intertwined and they connected, are so. they seriously are anyways go mm-hmm. listen to the episode if you're more curious yeah so we went more on purity there yeah we <laughs> um, okay so I can imagine y'all's relationship sounds amazing sounds like this whole like <laughs> yeah. love story I love it but I can imagine that there were probably some really hard moments mm. and I think a lot of times in dating we don't talk about some of the more difficult things mm-hmm. I think a lot of times as Christians too like we look at scripture and we're like alright where's my direction on how to yeah. date like I want to yeah. know I want to know exactly mm-hmm. and so sometimes it can be at a loss so from y'all's experience you know what were some of maybe the tougher yeah. things that you faced that maybe you didn't expect and kind of what did God teach you through those harder experiences yeah 
I think that just culturally we're different. Yeah. Like we come from two, you know, pretty polar opposite, (laughs) pretty polar opposite environments. You know, she's from Western Kansas. In a very small town. In a very small town. That's that's where her family's from. My family's from Africa. (laughs) And so, you know, so we just have, you know, we had different ways of growing up and, 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 and different emphasis, emphasis on different values mm-hmm. like all our values were, were they were pure. congruent yeah they In were the congruent same, but like you know we just place yeah. prioritize yeah them precedence differently, differently yeah on them and so i think um i think in that aspect, us coming together and being able to walk through, like, what do you value most? Mm. And and because usually frustration frustration with each other would come from like unrealized expectations, mm-hmm. you know, that stemmed from our that stemmed from our values. Yeah. And and do you want to give any examples of that? Yeah, I mean, it sounds so silly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited yeah, to hear. Uh, you're like really. <laughs> it sounds so silly, but um, we the we really never argued. Like it mm. was really weird. Mm. It was yeah, we strange. didn't argue very much. It was strange for me because I'd never been in a Christian relationship, and or just period. So like mm. or seen one been walked out. Yeah. So I literally just in my home, I was just used to strife. Like yeah. I didn't know how to be. Not that I was always arguing with people, but I didn't know how to, like, be so peaceful. It was, like, weird. Like, it was really weird for me. And that was actually hard for me. Mm. That sounds strange. Yeah. Because I'd be like, are we, like, never going (laughs) to argue? This is how dysfunctional my family is. I'm so serious. And so that was weird for me. So we never really argued. But the one argument we did have in our (laughs) pre-marriage, marriage is a different story. (laughs) (laughs) we have argued quite a few times Mm. but um was about politics Mm. and that sounds so silly Mm -hmm. but like we come from different backgrounds yeah and so for me it was like as a christian we are supposed to believe this like just literally that's just what i thought yeah and we had to walk through that because i was Mm -hmm. like am i really gonna break up with a guy because of his (laughs) political affiliation like kind of ridiculous (laughs) and so we talked about it but that was like a real thing because that's like because my mind was like uh we're gonna be teaching our children Mm -hmm. like what are we gonna teach our children you know and girls think like that they Mm -hmm. like get dramatic they're like what in the world? I can't live my life like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we talked about it. And I think our our biggest strength, period, and even in our flaws, our biggest strength is that we're able to talk about things in a yeah. in a civil way. We don't demean the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just been one of our strengths. Yeah. And we just talk through it. Yeah. And quick to say, you know, quick to apologize, quick yeah. to say sorry, yeah. Yeah. quick to forgive yeah. quick to forgiveness. And like, you know, you know, practically what that looked like for us to an ex- to an extent um was like you know the value for me you know my pa- my parents are immigrants mm-hmm. my parents are immigrants immigrated from uh, Zimbabwe to the United States and so mm-hmm. like we just strongly like immigrants like let yeah. them in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know because we yeah. understand that we understand that we yeah. understand that process and we mm-hmm. we feel deeply that her you know her family it's amazing you know righteousness mm-hmm. it's the upholding of of the law which is 
amazing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I had to realize that that's, a, that's beautiful. Yeah. She had to realize it was beautiful on my side. And too. we both actually have changed in the way that we Yeah, do. for real. Or like our worldview has changed mm. in being together because we've really heard each other out. And yeah. then to like, Lord, confirm or deny what's true yeah. in this reality. Yeah. So I would say that's some of the harder things that we've dealt with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think if you can communicate properly and wholly with your spouse, your significant other in dating, yeah, you can get through it. Yeah. You can. Okay. And honestly, really cool. usually during the dating period, like, you don't really, like, show all your flaws <laughs> to the person. So just realize it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> like, it, it's, like it's, it's coming. So, like, that's why it's very important to identify those values that are, yeah. those yeah. values that are important to you yeah. that are, like, you know, quote, unquote, deal breakers. Yeah. yeah. Because everything yeah. else, like, I mean, there's little things in both of us that are like, uh, what? And nothing and we ever encountered yeah. was a deal breaker, but, and that's the last thing I want to say yeah. in this regard is, there's some disagreements that are deal breakers. Yeah. And you need to seek counsel of like, this is a red flag. Yeah. I need counsel because I might I might not be able to move forward in this relationship. Yeah. Luckily yeah. for us, we never had that experience. But I've had before Brian, I've had relationships where I absolutely got out of that relationship because of a red yeah. flag. Yeah. So just because you're in it, just because you love Jesus, you both love Jesus, yeah. doesn't mean that you are in a healthy relationship so good, yeah. or that you are with the person the Lord has for you. Mm-hmm. And so you do need to be cognizant in yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, good. that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's just, yeah, there's so much like if there is something that comes to the table, that's just like, whoa, we, this is a, mm-hmm. we view this way differently. We value this. Way, this is just not like it. That's a deal breaker. And yeah. like sometimes we hold on to those things too much. Absolutely. So, yeah. I love that. Wow. So good. Okay. Last and final question. And this is like a hard one. This is like a best piece of advice type question, which I feel like <laughs> is always hard because it's like really. You gotta just pick one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it. usually it's like the thing that's like on the top of your mind or your most, the hot topic in the yeah. season or something. But mm. thinking about it, what is like the biggest thing like for everybody listening who's dating, who's in a mm. relationship, no matter if they're two months in, two weeks in, or two years in, what is like something you would want to leave them with? Like some piece of advice um, that will guide their dating season? I think that is just so important, you know, the older that I get, the more I'm realizing that the quicker you get to the truth, the happier you're going to be, you know, because if you um, if you aren't yourself and if you're putting up a facade, at some point, you it's going to get tiring. Yeah. And at some point, um, at, at some point, you're just not going to be able to do it anymore. And mm-hmm. so I would say to anybody who's in a relationship, be yourself with that person. Yeah. Don't fake. Don't fake it. Mm-hmm. Don't fake who you are. Be yourself. Be unapologetically who you are. And then, and most importantly, who God called you to be. You don't want to get in a situation where you're, where you where you haven't been who God called you to be, where you haven't um, expressed the passions that are on your heart um, that yeah. God has placed there, and then you get into a situation where you feel like you're trapped. Yeah. You know, you want, just be yourself, especially for for ladies. I've noticed a lot is that, you know, they'll, 
they'll be i'm trying to word this you correctly. can you can say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they, they won't be themselves yeah, they yeah. won't show all the gifts and the strengths and yeah. and uh, you know almost almost in an effort to like i don't know save face or to appease like a, a man's desire for them to be what he yeah. wants them to be but yeah. be yourself. Like, that's what I loved about Sonya was like, she was strong. She knew what she wanted to do. She was like, I'm going to run this business. I'm going to do this thing. You yeah. know, it's just like, and I was yeah. like, yes, yes, yes. That's what I want. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, I want rather than like, Brian, I'm going to do this and this and this for you. And yeah. it's no, she had a sense of purpose within yeah. her. Guys yeah. are looking for girls with purpose. Yeah. Guys are looking for, you know, godly men are looking for girls with purpose and who aren't afraid to. And who aren't afraid to show that purpose. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. even talking with Josh, you know, the conversations yeah. that we have. What he loves about you is that you are you are filled with purpose. Yeah. And that you're yeah. going in in the direction that God has called you yeah. to go in. And it's because you weren't afraid. Yeah. You weren't afraid to show that. You weren't afraid to show that strength. Sonya wasn't afraid to show that strength. Yeah. Sonya wasn't afraid to show who she truly was, even if you don't have it all figured out. Yeah. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I would say. Yeah. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. We've talked about that before. Just yep. to back up what you're saying, too. Yeah. We, um, we wrote a book together called How to Prepare for Your Future Love Story. Nice. I think some people know. But we okay. start the book off with a story about mm. um, getting dinner with some guy friends. And we asked them, I'm like, um, well, we joke too because we really don't have guy that many guy yeah, friends. It was like, yeah. it's like, good. We don't yeah. have that many. Yeah. Like, it was like the one time that happened. And anyway, so um, yeah, we asked them. We were like, "What is the thing in girls that you guys are looking for? Like, what's that mm-hmm. one thing?" And like, literally all across the board, it was purpose. So it was like, mm-hmm. I just want somebody who's like doing their own thing. That's yeah. like mm-hmm. has their passionate own project. It. Yeah, goes for it. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. it yeah. is good, and it's funny because a lot of women wait for their purpose. I think their purpose has is. So So for me, I'm going to answer this with a story. Mm -hmm. Um, Every single guy, when I was seeking the Lord and really had devoted my life to Jesus um, before meeting Brian, every godly guy I would meet, the Lord would say, because we're all, like, all women, if you're single, you're, like, looking for who yeah. the Lord is bringing. Oh, yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, any cute guy, even if it's, like, in the most pure-hearted way, you're just like, is he? Is he? Yeah. Is he? On the, like, you try out your last name, you're like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sonia and Nira go together. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's him. Yeah. It, the syllables are right. So yeah. Um, and so every single godly man, like good godly man, not like bad guys, mm. the Lord would say, he's not worthy of my daughter. He's mm. not worthy of my daughter. He's not worthy of my daughter. And he wasn't saying because they had flaws or had issues. He just, it, this wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when Ryan and I, before we started dating, the Lord was talking to me about basically opening up my heart to Brian because I told Jesus, like, Lord, I want you to bring who it is because mm-hmm. I've picked before and I'm sucking at picking. Yeah. So I need you to bring him. And I was in prayer because I kept feeling like God was like, let him date you. Let mm-hmm. him date you. And I'm like, why? Why? I don't understand. Yeah. And he's like, because you asked me. So here it is. And he told me that night. And I remember exactly where I was. And he said, now you be worthy of my son. Mm-hmm. Because out of all of these guys... Um, there was finally a guy that I needed to be worthy of. And my advice is this. The reason why I needed to be worthy 
of Brian is because I had a list of things that I wanted in a man, a list of physical attributes that I wanted in a man. And every girl has this subconsciously yeah. or literally mm-hmm. on a piece of paper somewhere. Yes. And God showed me this verse um, when it came to him picking King David to be King David. Mm-hmm. And King David was like the least of all of his brothers. And mm-hmm. he was like, he didn't look like, you know, as strong or as handsome or as whatever. And God said in the verse, like, I don't see man the way you see man. I look at the man's heart. And that's why he was saying, be worthy of Brian, because he has a heart of gold. And that's, I'm not looking for the most handsome guy in the world for you. I'm not looking for the most, you know, rich guy in the world. I'm looking for the guy who has a heart to withstand a life with you. And that's what's important. Like if I had a, if I could look back at myself or give myself advice or any young woman, it's like, you really need to loosely hold in your hand all the attributes you want in a man. Mm -hmm. Because what God is gonna bring you, his quality versus your quality is heart. Is heart. Is he gonna be able to lead your family, your children? Is he gonna be able to walk through you, Mm -hmm. through life with you? And and that's what's important is Mm -hmm. loosely hold in your hand the things that don't really matter in your wish list. Because every girl has that. And so with that. Yep. I love that. That's so good. So good. Oh my goodness. So many Mm. things in here. I'm like, I can't wait to go back and listen to this all again. (laughs) Hear all the advice you gave. I think for girls that are in relationships, this is so helpful. And also for girls who are single and like Mm -hmm. looking, whatever it is, like I think there's so much in here that will speak to so many women. So thank you guys so much for being here. I love it. This is delightful. (laughs) Yeah. And so fun. Y'all are hilarious. A lot of good laughs in here. amazing all right well we'll talk to everybody soon bye it's the beginning of the semester which means all of our delight chapters are kicking off we're so excited about this semester we have a new book new merch so be sure to check it all out at delightministries.com also if there's not a delight chapter on your campus and you really want this community you should bring it to your university it is so easy just go to delightministries.com Fill out the application and we will be in contact with you ASAP. We are so excited for this new semester.